Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Abundant Journey podcast. We're glad you could join us today. Most of you know we are a show that is dedicated to building rich, meaningful conversations around various topics within abundance, wealth, family, life, fitness, all of the good things. Uh, we're glad you could join us. We got a good show today, and I am your host, Nick James, along with my co-host, Nick Offenkamp. Nick, how are you today? I'm so good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. It ironically is a new year. It's a new me. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> new it's year, a new, new you. you. We're both yeah. still here, 2023. Uh, how uh, how were the holidays for you and the family? Really good. Yeah, we uh, it was low key for us. We stuck around here, had uh, my folks and grandma from out of town came over and joined us for Christmas. My wife made an unbelievable dinner, <laughs> as the dog makes his uh, entrance. That's right. But man, it was uh, it was great. How about y'all? We had a good time. We uh, had a busy Christmas. We ended up doing a lot of uh, hosting on Christmas Day. And uh, we also then rang in the new year, very boring as we're starting to get older, both the wife and I, and I fell asleep on the couch. The kids were already gone. What time did you make it up until? You know, I made it to 11 and then I set the alarm for 11.58 so I would wake back up. Nice. And did you? I did. That's awesome. She had to wake me up, but okay. <laughs> we rang in the new year in style. So I did I hear it. a lot of people did that classic uh, 9 p.m. West Coast celebration at midnight for East Coast, and then they went to bed at nine o'clock. There are some real perks to living on the West Coast. Yeah, absolutely. No, so. I, I, I don't disagree with that. Well, you know, we got a good show today. Um, one of the things, as you and I have been talking and thinking through, uh, January brings the classic New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals. I've mentioned to you and the audience before that I used to work at Bowflex. Like, this was the time of year. This is where you get tore to up, on the tore up from the floor <laughs> up. This is exactly <laughs> right. This is the time of year that you wanted to be on the phones. No sick days because at Bowflex, the phones were ringing off the hook. Right. Everybody was ready to crush some New Year's resolutions. Everybody was ready to get in shape, look like the rock. Um, and this is also the time of year that you don't want to be in the gym because there's thousands of people in the gym. Mm -hmm. And so I remember when I used to work out back at the day, uh, you, it doesn't show anymore, but back in the day when I was really, really good about working out, we hated January and February because that's when everybody was coming in and, uh, we knew we'd, they'd be gone after a couple months. That's when the real fitness people take the time off, right? right. That, uh, the, the first couple <laughs> weeks of the year, those are the rest and recovery weeks if you're a true athlete. That's exactly right. Unfortunately, I'm no longer in that number. And so I was in the gym last night with, you uh, you were ready <laughs> with all the other newbies and like, hey, we're, we're here for it. Well, full disclosure, I was eating a pint of ice cream yesterday. So I clearly was not on the uh, New Year's resolution workout train. But we'll get into that. I mean, that pint of ice cream was uh, hard earned. That's that right. was, uh, you know, that's exactly it was right. well deserved, well looked forward to. But, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, New Year's uh, resolutions, goals, um, obviously everybody has heard of and has thoughts on yep. goals, I'm sure. I'm curious, what, what are your thoughts on goals, whether just how you make goals or what the purpose of them are? Absolutely. You know, and I, I as much as we joke about it, I love this time of year. Um, we had church yesterday. It was a sermon on 
kind of the new self getting, you know, a, a fresh start. I think just as people, we love that. And, you know, the last couple of years have really shown us that, right? I mean, there's just been a lot of hard stuff with, with COVID and, you know, people being locked in and different rules. And I, I just think ultimately people are looking and they say, Hey, January, new start, new me. And so this is the time of year that I love personally as well. And, and I'm a huge goal setter. Even when I was a kid, I would set goals and write them down and things I want to accomplish, things I want to work toward. And I'm just wired that way. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just always, it's harder for me to be present and it's harder for me to be focused in the now because I'm always driving towards some goal in the future. So I love setting goals. Oftentimes I set too many of them and don't accomplish even half, but I, you know, it keeps me moving forward. What about you? Yeah, that's a great question. I, um, I've really gone back and forth with goals and resolutions. I, uh, I used to be huge when it came to wanting to set big new year's resolutions, but after so many years of disappointment (laughs) or not even, you know, it just like you were talking about with the gym, you know, you set the big resolution, you Mm -hmm. say new year, new me. And then three weeks later, it's like, "Mm, same, same me. I get so discouraged by that, that, um, in recent years I've, I've thought more about like, Oh, do I really want to do the goal thing? Is there a, a better way? And so I've looked into a whole number of different kind of, um, frameworks for goal setting. Um, and yeah, I would love to kind of get into more of that, but I, I'm probably not nearly as big of a goal person as you are. Yeah. I know that you, you know, goals are, (laughs) goals are everything, which uh, I respect that. I'm not skeptical of it, but I haven't found that to work quite as well for myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think you're right. I think people are all over the board with that. You know, some folks set goals, you know, they set one month, one week, one year, 10 year goals, and they're, they're really pushing towards things they're trying to get done trying to accomplish who they want to become. Uh, and then I think there's other people who really spend a lot of their time more focused on, you know, just the day to day. And, and, you know, my brother ironically is somebody a little bit more like that. He's very focused on the present, focused on what's going on in his world. He enjoys being with his family. Not that I don't. Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, you know, there's not necessarily a right or wrong way to approach a January. Um, but I think our hopes in talking today is one to get a few laughs out of, uh, some, some fails, Yep. Maybe share some accomplishments. Yep. And then I think also maybe get a little bit of a chance to uh, share some strategies that we've incorporated that that help us moving forward. Yeah. And maybe it'd be helpful to kind of get both uh, perspectives. I'd love to hear for you what that goal setting process looks like and then how it's played out well and how it's played out poorly, like you're saying, with some of the experiences you've had. And then uh, perhaps I can talk about my... uh, my non goal setting <laughs> processor <laughs> no, absolutely. Or, or my alternative, uh, sort of approach to things. Cause I certainly have, um, goals in the sense of things that I hope and want to accomplish this year, but I think we probably approach it yeah. different. No, so. I, I think you're, you're absolutely right. We approach it differently. Um, you know, just to jump right in, you know, I think, 
I mean, I'll give a full disclosure that almost everything, aside from just writing out goals on a piece of paper, most of the belief that I have around goals and strategy and focusing on driving things forward, a lot of those ideas just come from other people. I mean, Mm. just from my reading, from listening to other people who've been ultra successful. And I've really been drawn, always drawn to people who are really good at what they do. I, even as a kid, I remember wanting to learn from people's mistakes so I don't repeat them and learn from people's successes because there's a lot more smarter people in the room than me. And so for me, a lot of those goals, a lot of the things that I've tried to incorporate as I move forward in goals are again, just based around what other people have, have, have taught me. So, sure. uh, that's been super helpful. So a couple big concepts, most people have heard of the smart goals, which are remind us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Specific, <laughs> measurable, attainable, realistic, and yep. like time-based. Time. Yeah, yeah. Time-based. Yeah. So a lot of people really love the smart goals. I think it, it, it kind of takes a overall concept of I'm going to set a goal and really builds, and I'm going to say this word again, but you'll probably hear it a few times, strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, a a goal that is just a goal without a plan of action to get there, um, I think has a less chance of, of actually being accomplished. And so, you know, one of the things I do at work um, is I look at, you know, as, as you know, I'm a banker, uh, we have quarterly production goals, booking loans, new relationships, things like that. I look and say, Hey, what's the end goal? What's, what do I want to accomplish? Then let's work backwards. Yeah. Let's, you know, if I want to, and, and so much in, in sales, you and I both know this, there's, there's a funnel, there's a pipeline that you have to build. And so you start at the end, you work backwards. And I think smart goals really help with that because you're setting a specific goal. Uh, you're setting a goal that's going to be something you can measure it against. Um, is it achievable? And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about achievable goals versus unachievable goals, um, realistic and timely. And so I think the SMART goal acronym is a really good starting point for building a, uh, a roadmap to accomplishing your goal. It's certainly better than, you know, showing up on the first day of the year being like, my goal this year is to get fit and lose weight. Yep. Cause there's nothing yep. you know, really specific about that. And you know, what kind of timeline <laughs> are you going to do that? Oh, all of us have, right? Like, uh, my, my goal is to be a better man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. But huh. what, what, huh. yeah. So, I mean, certainly you've got to have more structure, um, than, uh, the more specific you can make a goal, yep. the, the better. Yeah. I think another advantage of having the roadmap for goals is that oftentimes you can, a goal can feel like a mountain that you need to overcome, mm. or it can feel like this very, very far unreachable thing. And so, I, I mean, I'll share, for instance, a goal this year for me is to pay off um, the rest of my consumer debt. I have a couple vehicles. Uh, we have a little bit of credit card debt. And so when you combine the total debt that we have, as I'm looking on and saying, that's a huge goal. 
that's a lot. How am I ever going to be able to accomplish that? When you have a smart goal or when you create a roadmap on how to do that and break it down into smaller pieces, I think that ultimately is going to help you um, not feel overwhelmed and also just one little piece at a time. And how many times have you and I had conversations or we've, you know, learned from people, man, the consistent daily habits or the consistent daily working at your goal. It's like you can, you can open a book and you can spend four hours reading it. Or if you spend 10 minutes every day, you're not only going to get more out of it, your 10 minutes every day, but on top of that, you're going to get it done. Right. Uh, you know, rather than it's kind of the tortoise and the hare thing. Right. So totally. Um, you know, so, so I think that that's one. And then you mentioned um, before the episode the BHAG. And the BHAG, those, man. Uh, for the audience who doesn't know what a BHAG is, will you enlighten us? Yeah, the BHAG is the big, hairy, audacious goal. And uh, that is by far my <laughs> my approach. I am not a smart goal guy. Okay. I see all the benefits of you know things being specific and measurable. The SMART acronym kind of ticks me off because it does feel a bit redundant. Sure. And like they're, they're really trying to force that framework. Yep, like, oh, yep. SMART, it sounds so good. <laughs> try and anyway uh my thoughts on uh whoever made that up aside probably somebody who's really awesome yep. and would love to have on the podcast so oh, yeah. if you are the smart goal uh man Creator. or woman yeah let's let's talk but uh no hags. um that's where you uh you set the goal of like this year we're going to the moon that's and right. uh and it's and it's like are you going to accomplish it I don't know. It's not really the point to, of accomplishing the goal. It's setting the goal so far beyond mm-hmm. where it is that you, um, you know, are currently, um, and in line with the trajectory of where you want to go. That like to reach that big, exciting, awesome goal is going to take you great places. Absolutely. And so, um, and it's that classic like takeaway. I remember, you know, the big poster in elementary school, like shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you land among, land the, among stars. the stars. Yes, and I, re- I really took that to heart, man. I mean, but, clear, <laughs> but, but if you think about it, we're here talking about it. And it's yeah. been like 15, 20 years later. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I just, uh, I've always wanted to be among the stars. That's, <laughs> that's what I've held on to. Don't we all? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean that's uh, that's that's how I talk, um, kind of in life and with uh, with with my wife as we are talking about things and um, it uh, you know to, to us it sounds a little bit crazy, but it's like you know as I was thinking about my my income, it's like where do I where do I want to be um, by the end of this year? And I told her I was like fifty thousand dollars a month, you know, for my for my income, and and she's like she she had the same kind of reaction, of laughing, okay. and I'm like. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh that's an audacious goal, but um but it's the kind of number it's not made up like completely out of nowhere. Like sure. I have I have some rationale behind it, but it's also like it's a big enough sort of pull of that it's like, well, even if I don't hit that number, that's right. uh the trajectory, if I'm getting even close to it, um that would be awesome. Um and the Iron Man is is sort of one of those. Iron Man's different because that one's one that I completely expect to 
accomplish okay. and achieve. But it's still a and, BHAG. And tell people cause, who don't know, what is an Ironman? Yeah, good question. So I signed up uh, October 22nd of 2023 this year. I'm, uh, I'm going to be participating in my first full Ironman, which is a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike ride, <laughs> finished off with a... 26.2 mile run so a full marathon at yep. the end of it um i gotta complete the whole thing in under 17 hours i'm hoping to be closer to the 14 hour mark but really uh, the, the hag part of it is is finishing is in BHAG, 14 sir. hours um the uh the probably more realistic side is just to to cross the finish line alive yeah. um or at all um <laughs> But yeah, that would be it, my goal. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like the I like the big goal. Some people have asked, you know, why didn't you just do a, a half Ironman first? I'm like, because at the end of the yeah. day, then you're telling people that you completed half an Ironman. <laughs> you know, like that's, uh, we, we don't do that. No, go, no, go no, big or go home. no, no small boy stuff that's here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you go all the way. Um, so yeah, B Hag is is a bit more my style. Yeah, no, I love it, and you know, I. Again, both of us are goal-oriented people. Um, I'm curious if you think, you know, you talk about the BHAG, we talk about the SMART goals. Do you think people set generally too small of goals? Do you think people set too large of goals? I mean, what, what's that's, your take in those kind of conversations? That's an awesome question. I, I Obviously, my uh, uh, propensity for BHAGs, it kind of... Uh, gives gives me a way of what I think, but I think that most people set too small of yep. goals. I think that um, that there's an emotional element to goals that we underestimate, hmm. and that most people set goals that are either they're not specific enough, and yep. so there's no way of measuring it or attaining it. And yep. to that extent, smart I think is really helpful. But I think that most people who do set smart goals because they want them to be realistic and attainable, also part of the SMART framework, they set them to be too small such that they're just really not that exciting. Yeah. And so that, you know, it's like, well, okay, I want to be able to to run a 5K race this year, mm-hmm. which, you know, a lot of people walk 5K sure. accidentally. You know, it's it's not, that's a great goal, but it's also not something that, you know, very few people are, are yep. doing. And it doesn't have the emotional weight then so that at the end of the day, when you're thinking about, you know, pouring another drink or having another uh, pint of ice cream or another pizza, you know, it's, it's, it's not a big enough goal to overcome the, that in the moment, like, uh, well, you know, I'll be okay if I skip a a training run today. Whereas something that's much bigger, that's going to demand your all and that you're really excited about, like that's going to carry a lot more emotional weight in the moments of decision between like, all right, am I going to go for that extra slice of pizza? Am I going to go for pizza at all tonight? Knowing that I want to accomplish this big Mm -hmm. goal and to get that, you know, I've got to go for a a 12 mile run tomorrow. Yep. Yep. No, and I've I've found that to be the case in my own life and in a lot of conversations as well. Um, And I think this, honestly, that question for me stems more of a fundamental belief on, I think we as people have more to give. And Mm. I think we have more that we can accomplish and can reach greater heights than we ever thought we could. And a lot of times we either sell ourselves short 
by smaller goals or we're just comfortable and complacent. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's kind of that classic, my, my dad is a huge fisherman. And so, um, it, it's that classic thought of like salmon are always swimming because if they're not, they're going backwards against the water current and drowning. Mm-hmm. So it's either you're, you're driving and you're pushing hard to reach new heights achieve new things, or you're just being complacent and lazy and you're going backwards. And and I really do believe that. And so that's probably been fuel for me as I've set goals, you know, year in and year out. Um, and, and it isn't just January when I set goals, I do a mid-year check-in, um, as you know, I showed you earlier today, I, I have a journal where I, I did an end of year goals for the last month and a half. And so I wanted to try to get a few things done before we jumped into January. And, right. and, and so, you know, again, I think a lot of times people, they say, Hey, January is going to be my new resolution, my new resolve, my new goal. And they set either really big goals with no plan. Or they set two smaller goals and, you know, they're they're back doing the same stuff. So what do you think are um, some tips or strategies around maybe consistency or some tips or strategies around actually accomplishing some goals? And, and maybe you even have some of like, hey, this is what I did mm-hmm. and uh, it helped me accomplish a goal. Yeah, that's a great question. It... Um I think having a goal that you're you're really excited about, something that is big and that has a, a big emotional draw to it, is important. So making yeah. sure that it's something that um, is a goal that you're you're committed to, that you're sharing with everybody, making it public. Yeah. There's some built-in accountability. And you did that, that for the Ironman. I did. Yeah, I announced it on social media to everybody who who knows me, so that um, if for nothing else. Uh, I could be the annoying sports guy. <laughs> but, has, no, but, <laughs> but I'm curious if that has helped motivate you on days that you don't want to work out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just knowing that um, I've got people who are going to ask about it or people that I'm, I'm in a way answering to, like, sure. I, I don't want to. Every time uh, I see you, I'm asking you how training's going. Yeah, it, which I really appreciate. <laughs> you know? um, so that's uh, that's big is just being being excited about your goal. Um, and then I think approaching the, the goal with, all right, well, what are the habits that I need to establish to, mm. to get me there? And then getting pretty granular, um, breaking it down. Ironman's kind of easy to talk about because there are so many different training programs. And so, sure. um, over the course of the next nine, 10 months, I've got um, three different programs that I'm going to be doing that are kind of to get me to three different levels of fitness, ultimately prepared to run an Ironman. But that breaks it down extremely every single day. Now I know, all right, here's how far I've got to swim. Here's how far I need to bike. Here's how far I need to run. Um, Here's where I need to be doing strength training. And um, so being able to, I I guess, you know, with that, then each day has a a smaller, more attainable, goal on the way to the the ultimate goal of the the yeah. iron man uh, but being able to cultivate the the habit of yep. um, the, you know the little chunks yeah uh, no i i think you're right and i you know again i told you this topic and this word is going to come up a few times but strategy and and if you you hadn't figured it out yet i, I love strategy yeah. i love thinking through the how Um, you know, there's the why, and you really hit on that when I asked the question of, 
something's got to inspire you. Something's got to be motivating enough. Something's got to be exciting enough. Uh, you know, maybe there's got to be a reward system for it. You know, those I think, um, are part of the recipe of success for accomplishing a goal. Mm -hmm. But I think in addition to that, there's that strategy and breaking it down into more bite-sized pieces. And so, um, you know, for, for me, I'll share one that I had accomplished in the past, which was I wanted to complete my first novel and, um, huge, um, fiction fan, uh, sci-fi grew up, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, all of that nerd out all stuff, the good stuff, all the great stuff. Yeah. And if you're not a fan, then I'm sorry, you're just missing out on the finer things <laughs> of life. But you know, what I can say is, is that for me, Again, the thought of trying to write a book seems daunting and seems overwhelming, but as I dove into it and started writing, some days it would be like, all right, I'm going to get three pages written today, or I'm going to finish this chapter today. And then lo and behold, just the consistent action and taking steps into doing it, mm -hmm. uh, I ended with a much larger book than I was prepared to have, and I yeah. need to actually go back and cut out like thirty thousand words. Yeah, but it's that kind of a daily habit. It's the it's yeah. the strategy around. All right, just how can I break this goal down into something smaller and um, and more strategic uh, so that it doesn't feel overwhelming. I've heard people put it uh, consistency first, then intensity, mm. which is often my my tendency is to reverse that yeah. of that. It's like, okay, I so like I, uh, I want to, um, I want to change my eating habits and go on a diet. And so then immediately, which is, this is kind of the nature of most every diet, right? But yep. you, you kind of go like cold Turkey on yeah. sugar and carbs and all of the stuff that you've been enjoying for the previous <laughs> several months or years and, or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you just, you hit the intensity so hard. Yep. And, uh, uh, and then that makes it really tough to be consistent. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I've done, I've done that in the gym. Yeah. It's like I'm not. I haven't worked out in six <laughs> yeah. months, and then I go hit it so hard I can't walk for a week. <laughs> and it wasn't even that hard of a workout. I'm just that out of shape. <laughs> yeah, when, you'll remember because the first week that I tra uh, started training for the the triathlon, you guys came over the first yep. weekend of uh, <laughs> me working out, and you just saw me absolutely dying on the couch because uh, you know it's uh, at like about eight fifteen. Yeah, eight o'clock in the <laughs> evening. I'm like barely keeping my eyes open. I'm sore. I can't get up. And that's all because I hit the intensity so hard. And, um, and that intensity can actually really kill your uh, progress towards yeah. your ultimate goal mm -hmm. because you make it unnecessarily hard on yourself. You're unprepared to take yep. on that kind of intensity. Yep. And so like you're saying with the novel, far better to be, all right, I'm just going to sit down. And even if it's only yep. three sentences today, that's three sentences more Absolutely. than I had yesterday, and that opens up the door for being able to do, you know, maybe three paragraphs or three pages or thirty pages the the next day. Yep. Um, but showing up is is the most important. It's the most important, and it's that consistency. I think you're talking about. Um, you know, I I remember an old saying again: workout days, and and like I said, these are back in the day because I'm not in shape like. Uh, 
like I hope I maybe was then. But one of the things that we would say is the day that you really don't want to be in the gym is the day that you need to be in there the most. Yeah. And what I found is that's not just a workout thing, but that is in so many other areas of life. But yeah. what else happens is those days are sometimes your most productive yeah. or the, the best results. I, I remember days when I didn't want to be on the phone selling Bowflex machines, and lo and behold, those were the days that I sold 10 machines and were some of my best days in sales. The days you know at work now that I don't want to pick up the phone as a banker and try to schedule meetings with business owners, and I'm like, I don't want to make any calls. In a matter of a couple hours, I set three or four meetings. Yeah. And so, again, I think you're really on to something with that consistency and the willingness to do the hard things. And I think that's what ultimately ends up separating us from people who aren't driven and aren't successful. But that that consistency is the biggest piece to actually accomplishing goals. Yeah. So there's an irony here of that, um, yeah, my complaint is that uh, we don't set big enough goals. Yeah. So we set goals that are too small, <laughs> but then we go after them too hard Yep, <laughs> when we right. need to really flip it. We, we need to set bigger, more exciting, more difficult goals, but then we actually just need to break down the accomplishment of those goals mm-hmm. into smaller, more achievable, yep. consistent um, pieces. Absolutely. I think another thing that's really helpful within that is you have the big goal, you break it down into smaller goals. You need to celebrate the little wins. Yeah. Uh, and with little rewards. And it's not to necessarily dangle the carrot in front of yourself that you're chasing, but there are times to be able to stop because you're right. I think whether it's the, I'm going to quit cold Turkey or I'm going to go blast it. And then you, you're, you're no longer motivated or, you know, maybe a house project you're working on or a book you want to read. There's this celebration of the little steps. And so for instance, um, I was recently talking to another friend of ours and they were talking about, you know, investing with their, in their family more in the evening. And they wanted to spend time reading. They wanted to spend time with their kids before bed, but they found themselves being on the phone. So again, the original thought for them was, Hey, I'm just going to go cold Turkey. I'm not, I'm going to put my phone in the, in the, the cupboard and I'm not going to look at it. Yeah. Well, how long can you really do that? But my approach and my suggestion to him was, hey, what if you say, I want to spend this amount of time with my family, then I'm going to read this many pages in a book, and when I've done those two things, then I'm going to give myself 30 minutes on social media or on the phone. And that's a little reward, and that's that's a smaller attainable goal instead of that, hey, cold turkey, I'm done, whatever. And I think you have an opportunity to really make some longer successful strides doing it that way um, and setting up little benchmarks or, or, or things you're trying to achieve. Totally. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that uh, more as far as just um, being able to to reward yourself. What it is is it's, it's keeping the human element. I think that in a lot of our goal setting, we sort of slip into this mindset that as people were machines or computers or, you know, it's like, well, (laughs) if I just, you know, modify this, this, and this, then I'm going to get this different output, Mm -hmm. but we're we're not machines gloriously. So like we we shouldn't try and pretend that, that we are. And, um, and therefore we do have to have uh, a recognition of, all right, like I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to need as much as some people will hate to hear this, like a built in 
cheat day or I'm going to need yeah. to have an allowance for that there's going to be sick days or there's going to just be That's times right. where people invite me over and there's a delicious dessert in front of me. <laughs> and like, yeah, I've said no sugar, but um, in the spirit of uh, feasting and hospitality and friendship, like the more important thing right now is to yeah. enjoy that piece of pie that yep. Uh, yep. Uh, that Nick has, has been <laughs> slaving over all day. Um, th- those things are important to keep in mind. And uh, and I think that that's, again, where the consistency is, is so mm-hmm. important because it's like, well, if you've been um, consistent 85, 90% of the, the days of the month or the week or right. whatever it is, um, then you can afford those little allowances yep. and, uh, and then next day absolutely pick pick right back up yep i i'd rather have a cheat day i'd rather have a day where you 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 know you fall off the bandwagon and then you need to get back and you jump back and keep going i'd rather have that than you you hit it so hard and then realize it's not achievable and then you you quit so mm-hmm. you know it seems like we've kind of come on a, a couple common threads um set a big goal that's going to actually help you really drive towards accomplishing something meaningful. Um, we've talked a little bit about make it be something that you're excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about being specific, you know, give yourself a timeline, give yourself something you can work towards. And then I think the other two themes have been strategy and consistency. So, you know, ultimately I think that when you add those, I, kind of think of it as as a cake. I mean, when you're adding those together as you're setting goals, as you're trying to achieve things, when you put those in the recipe together, um, you're going to, you're going to build something great. You're going to make something good. And it's, it, again, it, 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 you're going to have bad days. You're going to have days when you, you, you don't do it or you don't want to do anything, but you got to keep going. And that's, and that's what we're all about here. Um, so maybe to kind of end this, um, I thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about um, some goals in the past that we have failed at and maybe the why, and then maybe some one or two that, that we've actually accomplished, we're proud of, and maybe the why there, yeah. um, you know, just to bring it more personal and maybe get a laugh or two. So I'm going to let you start. <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> I was just about to give you the honor oh, of saying, so yeah, what, uh, what's a goal that you've had recently that you've, uh, <laughs> you have failed in? Um, I will have you go first. Actually, okay. I'm going to take right. a, can, another uh, second to, I can to do think that. on I can it. Take All it right. I appreciate um, it. So, I will give a fail. Uh, we'll go fail first. So in 2021, I had a goal to run my first marathon. And when I say first, that's not really being honest because it's like my one and only because I'm convinced that I never want to run another marathon. So basically I said, all right, I got to run a marathon. I'm young enough to where my body's not going to break. Well, little did I know. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So I spent months training for the marathon. I grabbed my brother. He decided to do it with me. We trained. We had a couple other guys jump in and we were training for months. So the week of the marathon, it was going to be in September. Um, I got COVID and when I got COVID, my body just crashed. And so the day of the race, I still was ha- dealing with COVID, had COVID symptoms. There was going to be no way I was going to run that. 
And so they all went and ran the race. And so I, I had the goal to run the first marathon. I had the goal to try to get at, um, four and a half hour time. And, you know, I was which like, is pretty good, which is pretty good. I mean, bo- qualify for Boston is three hours, four and a half. I gave myself an extra hour and a half. I was like, yeah. whatever. And my brother would use these lines like, Hey, I know people who have just gotten off the couch and ran a marathon. They can do it. You can do it too. <laughs> uh, thank also, you. Little, thank you. Little brother. All the people he knows are like D one football players. <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> right. It's exactly right. So I didn't, I didn't do the marathon was disappointed. Well, my brother again, thank you. Little brother signed me up for a marathon on December 18th that year. And I then went from three months of training and then getting sick to no months of training leading up to this December one. And so it was up on one of the ports in Washington here. And we drove up there and it was probably 40s degrees, somewhere in the 40s. The rain was going sideways and it was downpouring the entire race. And so my brother decided to only do the half marathon, but he signed me up for the full marathon <laughs> again. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you little yeah, brother yeah, for the yeah. third time. So <laughs> I went and I ran that marathon and about 15 minutes in all of my wool clothes were soaked. Um, I was freezing. Um, I hadn't trained. And so at mile 12 out of 26, both of my quads cramped up <laughs> and basically I was done. Long story short, I did finish the marathon. He brought me uh, a couple Burger King cheeseburgers and mustard, which helps with cramping. Uh, and I think I, I, I knocked it out of the park to the tune of like six hours. And so nice. he was in the warm car. Yeah. He was like, when are you going to be done? What are you doing? <laughs> um, I did accomplish the, the finish line, yeah, but which I, is huge, which is that's, great, especially when you started cramping at <laughs> mile 12. Like, that's oh, still was brutal 14 miles it to go. It was brutal, yeah. um, but I, I definitely didn't accomplish the four and a half hour uh, time. <laughs> um, that story made me to say, I don't know that I ever want to do a marathon again. Yeah. So that, that, that was my fail. Um, what, what's one for you? See, that's great, and I. It's hard for me to even think of that truly as a fail. Yeah, you didn't hit your mile time, but that, I would use that as an example of a, that was a hag. Yeah, that yeah, was exactly. A you had the hag in mean, the four the and a half, goal, but, oh, but yeah, you, it looked very different. You still accomplished a marathon, which uh, <laughs> with you know uh, under the circumstances, that's yeah. a legit accomplishment. It was great. It was so, great. Never uh, again. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's I have. It makes me a little bit sad, perhaps, to think about, but um, it's it's almost hard to think of like all of the goals that I haven't accomplished because I'm a for what I was saying about you know not being a, a goal guy. Um, I think I just have you know I serially am setting like yeah okay here's what I want to do here's what I want to do I've got so many different ideas that. Um, I'd like to say that they all build on each other, yeah. but it's uh, so like last year at this time, um, I started a business called Propeller Studios, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, like aerial photography, drone photography kind yeah. of stuff. I remember you talking about it. And so I had really big dreams and ambitions for what I was going to turn that into. 
um, over the course of this last year. And uh, I started that business right as I also transitioned into a new role at New Tradition Homes as a broker. And then the real estate business just took off. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I had no... It was no, a good time then. Yeah, oh, it was amazing, you know. But with that, um, I didn't have nearly the kind of uh, capacity that I was expecting to have to do the Propeller Studios sure. um, business. And so when I think about this last year, like uh, that was a business that... Um, all of my business goals, none of them uh, yeah. I achieved. You know, I didn't sure. bring in any income. That was a total loss. Yeah. Uh, but it's still one of those things of that it's like, well, I invested in some equipment. I have the LLC. I've got a mm -hmm. website. And so um, it's not a goal that I've totally let die. Yeah. I just need to come up with a new BHAG yeah. for it. Um, but when you look on just the, the course of the last year, it's like, well, nothing, nothing came of it. Yeah. And will something come of it? I don't know. I hope so. Um, and there's a lot of things like that of, uh, you know, there's also kind of some personal writing and stuff that I got started doing and wrote solid for a month and yeah. then life, life yep. happens. And I was really consistent for a time, but not, not consistent enough. Um, so that, that, that's kind of a difficult uh, way to, to think about like, all right, well, which of those goals do I let die versus which ones do I sure. need to, to go back to and, and, and resurrect? No really awesome or great story. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, wish that I could say that uh, the, the propeller studios, uh, you know, had this, this glorious uh, takeoff and then, um, you know, catastrophic fall or something <laughs> that would be entertaining and uh, really, you know, some great lessons sure. to learn from there, but it just, um, more than anything, the, the, the capacity to execute on that goal. Sure. Wasn't there. But I think that's huge. And I think that's a lesson even in and of itself is that there have been plenty of times that I've set goals and I realized that the timing wasn't right for that goal. Honestly, this podcast is an example of that. It yeah. was one of my goals last year um, for 2021, moving into 22. It was a goal in Q1 to get multiple episodes recorded, multiple things launched, and looking on in the landscape of what I had going on with work, family, and things we had, that uh, other responsibilities. Yeah. Um, it, Tyler, as you know, I mean, Tyler and I looked on and said, this probably is not the best time for this. And sure. so we tabled it, but now look, I mean, yeah. one year later, we've got multiple episodes recorded. We've got some guests lined up coming, uh, coming yeah. onto the show here pretty soon. And now as we walk into 2023, um, we're ready to rock and roll. Clearly we needed you. That is <laughs> that the reason. The, that was the missing that piece. That was the missing piece. <laughs> and that was why Propeller Studios <laughs> didn't take off so that I'd have the capacity to do this. But you do not need this. me for that and Propeller and Studio. <laughs> I would crash that thing into a tree. I don't know, man. I, I might just need some, some vision. But I think that even raises a, an interesting uh, point of that we often overestimate what it is that we can accomplish in a year, yeah. but we underestimate what we can accomplish in three years or yeah. five years. And I look at so much of my life that way of that. It's like, you know, um, the things that I wanted to accomplish in 2022, it's like, ah, I, I probably didn't progress quite as far as I had hoped, you know, yep. all, all of my BHAGs right. didn't come true. 100%. 
But then when I think back to five years ago and uh, where I had hoped that my life would be um, in terms of just um, where I'm at in relationship with my wife and where things are at with my kids and the kind of stability that we're enjoying and where I'm at in my uh, personal income, like I'm actually well beyond what I thought I would have accomplished uh, or where I'd be from five years ago. And so that's... uh, Hopeful, and I think most people. I don't know. Has that been your experience? Oh yeah, as you absolutely. Think? No, that that's been my experience. I, and I met with somebody recently who is uh, on the tail end of life, and 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 similarly had shared. Um, you know, it's a journey, and and that's. Uh, I mean, again, that's why we've really taken on and embraced the mindset of abundant journey. Yeah. Is we recognize that life is a journey. Goals are a journey. Growing is a journey. Building wealth is a journey. You know, becoming better parents, becoming, um, you know, better, better friends, becoming better employees, becoming better employers, like whatever you're doing, it's a journey and a process. And I just think we lose sight of that. And we have as a society because we live in that classic quote, microwave society where gratification is now, entertainment is now at our fingertips. Um, We see people who have accomplished things in lightning speed. Um, We, you know, and the world continues to speed up. But I think stopping and recognizing that all of these things are a journey. And so, you know, I think that does tie back to the goals are, you know, whether you've tabled a goal or whether you've put it on, on hold or you need to pick that goal back up because you've fallen off the bandwagon or, or whatever you were trying to accomplish, recognizing that it's okay, that's going to just be a part of the process and the journey, and that's how we learn and grow and get better. Yeah, and totally it's it's a journey and the abundance piece is significant too it just makes me think of the uh, like agrarian society or farming and um, how as a as a farmer uh, you're out there tilling your your yep. fields planting you know doing all of the yep. the farming work but at the end of the day there are things that are outside of your control you can't control if you're going to have a drought you're, you you can't right. control what the weather is is oh, going yeah. to do and so you are at the mercy to some degree of your external circumstances but you just trust that okay with the changing seasons year over year you keep going out faithfully doing your thing That's right. like the abundance will come mm-hmm. and so um I think, yeah, when we think on these short timelines of a month or a year, um, you know, we we fail to recognize all of the things that are outside of our control. And so then we can be doing all of the right uh, habits, cultivating all of the right, um, you know, consistency and uh, and whatever, um, and get discouraged because the growth that we're expecting doesn't happen right away. Oh, yeah. And, And I've been there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like what you're saying is um, recognize it's a journey. A journey that the abundance is going to come when that's we right. just stick with it, stick at it. it. So, that's great. Where have you seen the fruit of that? Well, what's some, uh, a yeah. goal that you know is uh, will end on this positive yeah, we'll, note? Of, yeah, we'll uh, end on it. You know, <laughs> has I, it ever gone well? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you. A, I'll give you two. I'll give you. Um, I'll give. I'll give you one that I've accomplished in the past. Um, I would say that uh, I 
I wanted to see if in 2022, um, if I could could do no desserts. And dessert classified the classic candy, ice cream, pies, cakes, brownies, any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I didn't cut out sugar for 2022, but wanted to see if I could accomplish uh, no dessert in 2022. Um, and my reward was going to be um, get as fat as I can on January 1st, 2023. <laughs> uh, so both happened. Uh, yes. I was able to accomplish a year of no dessert. Um, the question I think I've gotten the most is, did you miss it or did you crave it? Ironically, I think once our our bodies kind of detox of what we're typically giving it, mm-hmm. um, you don't really crave it. Yeah, there were times throughout the year I missed uh, ice cream um, at the beach or you know cinnamon rolls at Thanksgiving. Some of the nostalgic. Some stuff. of the nostalgic, uh, yeah. amazing desserts. Um, that is not something I'm working on in 2023. <laughs> that is that done. Is it. It, I, I, I just wanted off to see if and... I could do it. And and so that that was great. I yeah. you know, as far as just kind of thinking about strategies around that, I mean, that was one more of those cold turkeys. I I would probably say a strategy around something like that is more supplementing other things. So I I mean I did definitely did a lot of honey. I did a lot of fruit. Um, and those were kind of my substitute for, for mm-hmm. desserts. And, you know, you, you really learn to enjoy that stuff. I mean, who doesn't enjoy fruit anyways, but I think you learn to enjoy it more when you've removed all the fake sugar. So yeah, you can appreciate uh, the natural yeah. sweetness yeah. or truly uh, taste that yep. honey is really good. Oh yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. I absolutely agree. Anything from you? That's awesome. Well, one, that's uh, that's a huge. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge testament. Again, you you clearly uh, between your finishing the marathon and then uh, just being able to have the willpower for a full year to resist all desserts. Yeah. That's. I don't know that I could do it. <laughs> well, and and here I am eating as much dessert as I can, so. but purposefully. I That's mean, right. you you, <laughs> you set right. that as the reward <laughs> for uh, the reward. <laughs> accomplishing what you accomplished over the course of the last year. So well, well oh, done. Thank you. Um, uh, kind of like I did, I guess. Uh, my mine is uh more, I guess. Significant sounds like a real jerk thing to say. <laughs> Here you are with Probably your is. superficial, <laughs> your superficial goals. But um, we uh, we really set a family goal this last year of um, achieving stability. Uh, or really, we set that word as just kind of the. Um, I don't use this term often, but kind of a banner over yeah. our family and our home of just, okay, after all of the transition that mm-hmm. we experienced in 2020 and 2021, moving halfway across the country, um, moving from living in our tiny home on 10 acres to yeah. now being in a, a house, job transition, school transitions, Tons. it was nuts. And so this last year, we just said, all right, we're going to do everything in our power as a family to... Um, to achieve stability. We're not going to make any major life decisions. We're not going to make any hugely significant financial moves. We're not going to change schools. Like we're we're just going to settle in. And, uh, I feel like that's a goal we really, really accomplished. It took, um, more discipline than I was expecting. And there's always kind of different opportunities and just human nature. The grass always looks, you know, greener. And so you always think like, Oh, should I, 
should I jump for that? Should we do that? Should we, um, you know, take this big trip? We're feeling a lull. Like, would, would that sure. help? And anyway, um, being able to just say, nope, like financial stability. Nope. Like we're, we're establishing rhythms and routines for our kids here. We're not going to do a big disruptive trip in yeah. the middle of that. Um, it was really good. And I feel like we're, uh, now reaping the, the rewards of that and that, um, as, uh, you know, just greater emotional health and stability throughout our kids and through Hilly and I, and that's, that's been really sweet. I love it. So that was a great goal for this last year. And I love, I love you sharing that one because I think it's a different goal than what we've been talking about. We've talked the fitness, the food, the workouts, which I think a lot of folks typically set their minds to. But there are so many different goals out there and, you know, yeah. just depending on for what the season of life that you're in. And so just being able to share like, hey, and anybody who's been a parent or is a parent, they everybody knows kids need stability and kids need that structure and uh, the turbulence and the whirlwind that you guys have experienced over the last couple of years to be able to intentionally settle down, hunker down, and then to be able to see the reward from that. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Last question. Just what's a goal this year you have and maybe one one or two strategies around making sure you get it accomplished? Yeah, man. I shared my uh I shared my two sure. B hags for That's this year. I got the Iron Man, and so I'm gonna keep uh I'm gonna keep consistently training. Um and really as we were talking about, like right now, my goal with training is simply consistent. Yep. I'm not worried about how fast I'm going. I'm not even really worried. Like if, again, most days right now, I don't feel like working out. My soft tissue is not what it was. <laughs> like my knee, I had surgery in September. It's still bothering me um, a little bit. And so for me, it's just cultivating the habit of get in the gym, get in the pool, yep. um, get the hours get on the bike. And, uh, uh, after establishing the consistency, yep. then I'll start to ramp up the intensity. That's but right. right now, like I don't have to finish the race yet. So I'm, I'm not worried about being able to, to get the times. I'm just, just trying to get in and get it done. And then my other BHAG is the $50,000 a month, uh, income. And, um, Let's go. you know, there's, uh, I, I certainly have, um, business goals as relate to real estate and, um, thinking about what that means for the uh, client reach out, um, re-engaging um, yep. leads, going back to people that have purchased with me and um, finding ways to yeah continue to stay in contact with them, continuing to grow my network. So my real estate business, that'll be part of it. Um, and then this, uh, Abundant Journey and, and what we're yep. uh, building here. And, um, you know, the I'm not, again, as we've talked about, like the f- primary motivation behind Abundant Journey for me is not uh, the financial sure. um, piece. Yeah. Um, but I think that we are building something valuable here and building yeah. a valuable community. And so mm-hmm. I look forward to just seeing how that, um, you know, what this all turns into. So I'm investing a lot of time yeah. into what we're building here. And then the the third piece is that, um, you know, I'm, I'm always looking at, at different uh, side hustles. And so you and I are always talking That's about right. uh, property and business acquisition and, um, and so I've just always got my eyes out for, all right, what are those other pieces that are going to help to generate, um, passive income? And so for me, the, the, that financial goal isn't so much of like, all right, what's my one thing that's going to be bringing in 
$50,000 a month, mm-hmm. but it's, um, for me, it's all right. How do I keep generating, uh, income streams, ideally more yeah. and more passive income streams mm-hmm. and just keeping that ever present on my mind of, all right, I'm, I'm looking for these opportunities and having that big goal of that. All right. If I'm going to be making 50 K a month, I'm going to need some other stuff. Right. So it, it, anyway, it just gets my <laughs> eyes up to always thinking about those things. Um, that's awesome. So that's, that's what I got those are great. going into this year. How about you? Those are great. You know, I, I, uh, I've said a few, um, you know, similar to you as income streams, but I, I might just go with the classic. I'm, I'm hoping to, uh, read 12 books this year. I'm not a, um, audiobook person. I don't absorb as much of it. I know friends of mine who will listen to like 30 books a year. I'm a dedicated sit down and read the pages. You're legit. When I people, so, when people <laughs> add their audio books to their reading list, I, and, I take issue I'm, with it. You got to put an asterisk <laughs> next to that. And I'm digging at you because you're Mr. Audiobook. You like well, doing some of the audio. I used to be, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I don't put them on my like Goodreads that's or my right. reading list. That's you know, right. it's, uh, that, that's, that's podcast, you know, that's exactly kind of right. stuff. If, no, I'm, 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 a, I'm a thorough reader. It's not because I'm a lead. It's because I I don't actually learn as much when I'm just listening. Just ask my wife. So, um, but but I will say so. Twelve books this year. Uh, I think the strategy is shooting for ten pages a day. Nice. And again, it's that consistency. So knocking out ten pages a day and just keep going and uh, love it and and jump to the next. So that's uh, that's what are you reading goal. right now? Um, First book of the year. I've picked up a couple books. Um, actually, Think and Grow Rich is yeah. a book back, I think, in the 30s. Yeah. The a lot of capitalization 1930s, in that book. A lot of capitalization there. <laughs> yeah. So that's one. Um, and then I I got a few others I picked up, but I'm drawing a blank on. So I'll, I'll, cool. I'm sure there will be more to we'll share. Keep, as we'll I, keep everybody updated on that's here. That's right. As yeah. I read through it and maybe have some nuggets in there. So, yeah. Well, this has been great. This is awesome. It's been fun. Yeah, super grateful for uh, listeners, for everybody engaging in the Abundant Journey community. Yeah. If uh, if you got goals, if you got thoughts yep. on goals, love to hear from you. Yeah. If you think Share that somebody else would benefit from what we're talking about here or from the Abundant Journey community, we so appreciate you leaving a comment, leaving a review. Best yep. yet is sharing this episode with, with somebody that you think would benefit from it. Absolutely. So Yeah, and I, I think another thing you, you talked about early uh, is you shared your goal um, with your folks on social media for a level of accountability. And yeah. I, I think, you know, that's what we're trying to build here. And, you know, so folks uh, who, who find it more motivating to share, we'd love to hear some feedback or some comments on goals that you've set or things you've accomplished. And we want to we want to celebrate the wins. And we also would, uh, would love to hear some strategies that you guys have incorporated. That's right. We're on this abundant journey together. Super excited to see where it all goes. That's right. So thanks, everybody. Until next time. Thank you, sir.